welcome to Game of Stoned. Welcome to Game of Stoned. Game, Game of Stoned. I'm getting stoned right now. Yeah, you are. I'm Lady Stonerhead. <laughs> no, you're Stoner Heart. Oh, Stoner Heart. And I'm Lizard Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> but we're not, we probably won't stick with those forever. No, but we're here to talk about Game of Thrones. You may know us. From um, our other podcast, Mom and Dad are stoned, mm-hmm. but this podcast takes place in a alternate universe. In Westeros. Well, not just Westeros. The whole realm. So, listen, guys. We have a podcast. We smoke weed and drink. Um, we end up talking a lot about Game of Thrones on our podcast, which is not about Game of Thrones. No. It's about parenting. Yeah. So we decided <laughs> we could go on for an hour or so about a uh, Game of Thrones. While stoned. So. Here's a new podcast. So there that you was go. just birthed. Yep. We birthed this. Game of Stone. This shadow podcast. This is going to be a podcast where we break down and analyze all the episodes of HBO's Game of Thrones series. Um which is a take on George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Blyer. And Blyer, <laughs> yes. And, and of course, as always, we'll be inebriated because... We'll be stoned. Well, I, mean, I will be. I'll be intoxicated sometimes. I might be stoned. You never know. So in our present day, we have just hit episode three of season six. Do you know the name of that episode? It's called Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start with that one because it's fresh in our heads. And then we'll try to really quick get the other episodes up so that we can be in, you know. In sync. Somewhat, yeah. With what's in going sync on. with number four. And at least hopefully by number five we'll be on track. Right? right? I agree. Then when we are breaking between season six and season seven... We will go through and start with episode one, season review one. Review all the other ones because we love it so much. <laughs> we do. Because we we have problems. No, we don't. We it's awesome. I mean, like, no, I don't think don't. it's a problem that I love it. So let's jump right in. Okay. Episode three. Season six. Oathbreaker. Oh, you know what? I'm going to set, we got to set a few standards because Game of Thrones people are very, well, okay. So Game of Thrones, the show, Song of Ice and Fire is the series. Now people get really freaked out about like spoilers and all of that because the show has now gone beyond the actual book series, but the show is still being built upon ideas that George R.R. Martin has given the writers. So it is kind of spoilery-ish. Um, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yo, boy can't get stoned in the UK, man. No. Okay. Anyway, um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. We don't give a fuck about spoiling any of your shit. Sorry, it's a podcast. It's a show that's everywhere. You cannot go on the internet. Without seeing something. The only thing we can guarantee is you will not hear spoilers here before the show comes out. You will always hear it after <laughs> we watch it, which is pretty much on Sundays. And then at some point we'll record this podcast. Another thing. Um, we are not book readers. We are show watchers. We have watched the show like three times through the series. Yeah. We know or yeah, a lot of the book stuff. Without reading the books. Right. But and we're definitely, we I mean, I love reading about the books so much. And I love everybody's theories and stuff and how everything t- ties together. So, so we I'm might talk defi- about some of those theories. Oh, my gosh. It's not a might. I mean, I'm definitely going to be talking about stuff that I know happens in the books or okay. whatever. So, because I think that's interesting. You um, love it when I tell you stuff about oh the books. Oh, my God. Like the Hodor thing? Uh Anyway, let's but let's jump right into this one. Okay. Okay. So see, here we go. Boom. So we Davos. watched it. Let's talk about Davos. He, what's he staring at? The resurrected Jon Snow is what he's looking at. What is Juan Snow wearing? Juan Snow is wearing nothing. He's wearing his thigh lifted up so you can't see his junk. 
And he's like, oh, hello. He seems kind of slight, doesn't he? Does he seem kind of short? Some, yeah. I mean, like, side? and I think I mentioned in the when they were showing him when she was, Mel was washing his body. He's yeah. very tiny. I mean, he's a very small man. Don't you think? He's very like. He certainly doesn't strike me as big. No, but he's, yeah, he's a pretty scrawny dude. It, I'm sorry, but that's not well, not scrawny. Okay. He's a strapper. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> you know. All right. Gregor Clegane is a giant, massive man. Yeah. Jon Snow. Juan Snow is not. Juan Snow. Juan Snow is not. Um, Juan Snow is, like, breathing an awful lot and yeah. very happily and generally having some sort of silent freak attack. And yeah. Mel- I mean, he just got resurrected from the dead. Whatever, I have no sympathy. I know you don't. Okay, so. Mel comes in. She's Melisandre. Like, I've never seen a more shocked look on her face she's, in my life. She's the red woman, and she's always so assured. But that lady, that actress. She's a good. She's like, <gasps> gasp. We I mean, love like, her. You could tell she was like genuinely like taken aback. I, did, I it. did it. Good for me. Poor Mel. She's had a rough The first go. thing she wanted to know was what he saw yeah. on the other side. I think she was looking for R'hllor or whatever. You for know? what? No. No, this is the part where I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. I just mean, like, where was he? I think she wants to know because, like, she's having this religious, like, crossroads problem where yeah. she's not sure what she believes or knows to be true. And so she's looking for... Oh, you think she was like, did you see the Lord of Light? I think she's did looking for insight and he was of where what he saw and he was just like he's like I, I didn't see shit i was nothing. i got murdered i saw him off saw that happen yeah um so i thought that was interesting he feels the worst about ollie whatever fuck ollie i know i'm glad that little ollie's dead and we'll get to that later mel leaves uh davos has a little pep talk because he can oh yeah he can clearly, clearly see that Juan snow is having some sort of uh nervous crisis or something didn't he say something like i've seen some fucked up shit in my time yes and he's like you know <laughs> we'll go on and it's like seriously it's just very like kind of rushed and he's like keep fighting and as long as you can. and yeah well you'll keep fixing their shit or whatever Cleaning and i'm like their shit, yeah. that's who wants to live for that I don't think Juan Snow does. No, to be honest, I guess Davos didn't give him a very good pep talk. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't written very well. I think um, it's rushed. Yeah, like I mean, they wanted to move. It they away. filled all of that time with him like gasping so much, and yeah. it's like maybe they're trying to get the show on the road because they gotta like. I think they could have done it more effectively. I think you're probably right. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm not happy with all of this gasping and whining you're really that this John is Snow not this is, is bothering this episode. you here's the reason you're not allowed as a literary device you're not allowed to die and then become resurrected without undergoing change man i sure hope ghost followed him out of there when he left though oh my god yeah i didn't right? see any dire wolf following him anyway i just forgot that but what too. but we i think we're jumping a little bit ahead so yeah, he walks I just out want, i wanted to go on my rant about john snow i don't and that's like, okay i don't like this so yes he walks out everyone's like oh my god he's alive that's the wildest <laughs> yeah he's immediately subjected to little dick jokes by Tormund. Tormund. i love Tormund, by the way aka fergus from Brave. From Brave. <laughs> He's got, that guy has an amazing head of hair. I'm kind of in love with that guy. I'm in love with that guy too. I like to imagine that that's what your dad looks like. No. In an alternate universe where your dad is not a piece not of shit. Not a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is and what my is dad looks fact, like. a wildling hero king. Yes. <laughs> that is my father. The Ice King. In another oh, universe. Oh, I found my epic. Nice. Sweet. Well, yeah, but um, fucking Fergus gives him a little bit of shit about his dick. He's like, I knew you were a god when I saw your small cock, John Snow. He said pecker. He said, said what kind of, no, he said pecker. What kind of god would have a pecker <laughs> that small? And then, you know the thing I didn't like? John, like, he hugs John. John's like, oh, like, ouch, that hurt. Didn't really hug him back. I mean, I, I thought that was really friendly of the guy. But then he gets he stumbles over to Ed. Here's a good thought though. What's that? Wildlings have seen uh, the White Walkers and all that shit, and whites. They That's have true. seen the dead coming back 
to horrible reanimation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you would think that a part of them would be a little wee bit terrified of yeah. fucking Jon Snow. And for Tormund to hug him seems rather, you know, it's cool. I mean, I think so too, because I think he's trying to show his people, like, it's cool. Look, yeah. I'm not afraid. Don't be afraid either, bitches. <laughs> so, um, I, that's why I like the guy. He leads by example. You love that guy is not afraid of shit with uh, his beautiful mane of like Moses hair. hair. I mean, he's got that. It whoa, is. He's Charlton got that. He definitely hair. has that prophet here. Okay. And then he goes stumbles over to Ed. You remember? And he hugs him, and yeah. he hugs him back. Okay. Oh, Ed. <laughs> oh, you sure? You oh, yeah, just sense of humor or whatever the fuck. Okay, done. Okay, so anyway, all that happens. Boom. Done with that scene. Next up, what's next? Something we don't... It was nice, but... Gilly and Sam on the boat. Sailing to the Citadel for Sam's training. To Old Town. Yeah, to Old Town. Um, Super boring... He was barfing a lot. Ha, ha, well, we don't want to see no barf. Gilly's not barfing. Ha ha ha. She's also learning things. She seems like she's way smarter. She seems like she's certainly more capable on a boat. Yeah, she's not afraid. She's like smiling she's at the window. She's not barfing and unable to move. But she's also taking care of her kid. Yeah. She calls Sam the kid's dad. Yep, yep. And they have a conversation about him not being, about her not being allowed in the Citadel. And so he has to put her with his dad or some shit. I don't even know. I was dad like, and mom and sister. Okay. It was a boring scene, I thought. I and thought it was kind of boring, too. But maybe it'll make sense later. I don't know. The, I think the big takeaway there is, like, she said, Sam, this is your son. You're the father. But I mean. Sam. Not the bio dad. You are the father. Yeah. Boom. Okay, enough of that. Let's talk about the highlight of this entire episode. Oh, my God. The Tower of Joy scene. Looking so cool. Sir, what's his face? Arthur Dane. Yes. He's badass. You he's a good off. looking man. He did not strike me as the kind of guy that's afraid of anything. So, next scene opens up to the Tower of Joy. And, yes, it is Bran. Oh, yeah. And Bloodraven. Being led by Bloodraven. Let me light my thing. <laughs> um, and they are watching the very infamous... Tower of Joy scene. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, Blood Raven is like a narrator there. He's like, oh, look, it's Howland Reed with your father. Mirrors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's explaining who yeah. everybody is for the Which viewers. Which is nice for us. Um, and then fucking Ned Stark rolls up with his hair looking exactly like he wore it before he died. I know. Ned is funny. Which would explain why Ned's hair was so greasy and gross because he never took it out of his braids it looked like. He really him. didn't like his hairdo. It was really nasty. But anyway, he kind of rolls up with his crew and um, the Tower of Joy scene is is super important because the fandom believes that I mean it's pretty much set in stone now. I think I that think we all think the, the entire thing. story is um, based on this moment, this incident, this war that happened because Ned's sister was abducted. Right, and and the war ended with that big fat king at the beginning of the series being the king. Barf. The uh, <laughs> which we'll get to bar blarf. You, you don't like you don't like blarf. No, he's a big. F- Remember when he was like giving that guy shit about go get the chest plate stretcher <laughs> right away, and that's like what the fuck are you talking about? Well, fat now man? that goes, dude oh. has a star like etched into his head. Wow, so. we'll get to that in very many other episodes. <laughs> so anyway, okay, okay. This so. this this scene is awesome. Okay, yeah. So Bran is watching. He's. A green seer, so he's learning to watch all of time, basically, right? right? Like everything that the weirwoods can see. Um, And Blood Raven is an ancestor showing him, yeah, the ways, and he's been watching him his whole life. And now that he's lost his physical abilities and can't walk and shit, now he's like uh, undergoing his. His ninja warg training. Yeah, his brain. His mind. brain seer warg training. So yeah. he is watching his father in the past. So it's not like his dad's flashback. It's like an actual observer's flashback. Yeah, he's watching you know? time. Yeah. 
Um, and it's a story that he's heard a lot because he his, said a thousand times. Yes. We see these two handsome knights in Targaryen armor, breastplates, um, and a gang of what six? Was it six? Five or six? I'm not sure. Guys, come up. Um, and that's Ned. There's only two of the. There's two of the Knights Guard right. or the King's Guard, sorry. And they seem to be guarding the tower, this tower in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. I think there were six people. And then yeah, so Ned is leading this group, and they are there because Ned's sister has been abducted, and he is there for some reason has figured out that she might be there, and uh, yeah, these two. King's Guard are guarding the tower. They this is that. while the king has been killed. Yeah, and Rhaegar has been killed. And the king's ch ch children, well, child has been killed, and the other children have been like sent away or whatever. And and yeah, and they're here in the middle of this weird setting. Yeah. Why? In the middle of nowhere. I don't know. Um. So to get Liana out of that tower. Yeah. She's being held captive. So Where they start. Well, first they have to say the lines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is where we should do a reading. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Dane's all like. So it begins. Remember? And, and now it begins or so it begins or whatever the fuck it is. And Ned is like, no, because I'm Irish. <laughs> you mean this is where it ends, bitch. <laughs> he says. Now, now it ends. Now it ends. <laughs> and then they fight. Here's what we know from the books and from the story. Like, Ned is not, like, a superior. Eddard Stark is not a superior swordsman. Um, Sir Arthur Dane is, like... Uh, the ultimate swordsman. He's the ultimate knight, right? He's the ultimate swordsman, and he has this epic sword. The, what? Dawn? Lightbringer? The, no, no, no. Oh, it, the Dawn. Dawn. Is it Dawn? I think it's just called Dawn. Uh, Maybe Delta Dawn? I thought it was Sword of the Morning. Sword of the Morning. Which is Dawn. <laughs> What's that flower you have on? Whatever, huh? Nothing, it's an old song. Anyhow. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> he whips, but he whips out two swords. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you say? He says. No, he didn't say anything. Like <laughs> okay, and then they start fighting. Six against two. Except one of the two has two swords and is the the land the greatest swords dude in the land. And the, and they are all fighting to the death. Yeah. And immediately some fools are like deaded. Oh yeah. First of all, um Ar Sir Arthur Dane's fellow knight is whoosh, killed right away. But not after he takes down somebody yeah. immediately. And I think that is maybe um Howlin Reed. I couldn't figure it out, but there is like you have to watch it in like yeah. slow motion or something. So all those dudes are taken out, and then it's at one point it's four against it's four Sir against Dane. Sir Arthur Dane with his two swords. HBO brought in a sword master <laughs> for this scene, <laughs> someone with experience at least. Oh my god! And, and he, he fucking goes on a rampage, and gorgeous, and going on a rampage. He killed three dudes so quick. I was like, whoa! And so then it's Ned. And then just Ned, and you're like, and Sir Arthur Dane, and Ned is smaller. Yeah. He looks younger. But even Bran and the Blood Raven are like, what the flock? Well, um, not Blood Raven, but Bran is like, how? Yeah. How did my father win this? Yeah. This fight because he's he knows not gonna that he win. did because he was raised by his dad. Yeah, and he's watching this, and he's like, and then Sir Arthur Dane unarms him, disarms him pretty quickly, and so it's like, oh fuck, he's gonna die. Is Ned is gonna die. But you're what? like, that's not gonna happen. And then out of nowhere, fucking Helen Reed jumps up. Love that guy's name. And shoves a dagger in, in his, his back. In, in, his in fucking throat. In the back of his throat. Yeah, and it comes right out of his neck. It's his it, back throat. Something. And it's he's his like, back. Bleh. It's yeah. dishonorable. Yeah. Bran is immediately like shocked and seems dismayed. And then Ned cuts him down yeah and then ned slices yeah. i mean you got to right gotta put the dude out of his miseries a world famous knight 
So it's uh, fucked up. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God, yes. It's like brand shocked. We're all shocked. Um, we hear screaming coming from the tower, and Ned starts to run up the stairs. Yeah. But Bran, who is observing, cries out, Father, and Ned can hear him. He turns back, but he doesn't see anything. And we know that this happens, because this happens in books quite a bit. Um, does it? It does. Are they yelling through the trees? It's all No, it's Bran watching, and he's... Mm. You know, yelling while he's watching or whatever. He does it. it. People always, like Theon, it happens with Theon whenever he's in the Godswood or whatever. So he's by the Weirwoods, mm-hmm. you know? And and it always is described the same as, like, uh, wind. Wow. Like, they heard his, their name, or maybe it was the wind or whatever. Weird. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, he, he yells through time and space to his father. Anyway, yeah. Ned turns around, looks, but then he runs, we assume, back up the stairs, and the scene cuts out. We do not get to see it. Bloodraven's like, we're done here. Bloodraven knows that there's danger in staying too long. He keeps telling him this over and over. Yeah. So, boom, that happened. That All right. Happened. Um, so, yeah, Bloodraven brings Bran back. Now we're back in the under earth with the tree or whatever. That fucking. Child of the forest is hanging out. I think her name is Leaf, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. I've heard that's her name. Is it? Is that her name? I think so. Okay. And, uh, yeah. What do they talk about? Blood Raven and taking him out of there and lecturing him once again on, you know, you're not going to. You're not going to be here forever. And you have to learn. Yeah, you that's ha- what it was. That's what he's like. You must learn. While you're here, you have to learn. Um, oh yeah, because he was complaining like, about being I'm crippled. Wh- and he's like, learn what? And he's like, everything. Boom, everything. Um. Yeah. So then we open to Danny walking Boring. around with the bro squad. Blah blah. He's like, move your ass or whatever. And, and there was no like old lady. Vagina jokes this time. No pussy hair joke. No, which is white pussy hairs, which was it was pretty funny pretty to be good. honest. But um, he said, "Have you ever been with a woman with white pussy hair?" <laughs> which, first of all, is crazy. Yeah. Yes. You don't. You can't even say. It. <laughs> no, anyway, he says, "Not since I was with your mom last night or your grandma." <laughs> Oh and the guy doesn't even crack a smile. Yeah. They're just like, this is just how they talk to each other. It's pretty funny. <laughs> the so, Dothraki. The Dothraki. Okay, so we're marching back into the vor- vortex Dothrak or whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. Bar- and it's boring. Big ass desert area where all the Dothraki live or can live, but they don't because they're always migrating or whatever. And now we know that Danny is supposed to... She's supposed to go live back. Live in the widow's temple or whatever yeah. the hell. Tanks. Because she is the widow of a great call. Yeah. And um, so they put her in there. And there's she, a boring scene where she's interacting with some old hag wit- widow. And they, like, rip off her clothes, but you don't see anything. Oh. And they put on some other clothes. And... Then she starts in on her title of who she is or something. Yeah, and the old hag is not impressed, and she's like, yeah, 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 we all we, all were, we were all married to one of them, and uh, we don't know what's going to happen to you. You're supposed yeah. to be here, but since you left... You didn't come here right away. ...or whatever, now you are subject to the judgment of some whatever bro squad. Yeah. Bro judgment. Super call. I don't know. We don't know. But yeah. dun dun dun. So there's Exit. that. Yeah. Boring. Exactly. Okay, Varys in Marine. I thought this was pretty cool. He's I mean, hanging out in the throne room area. Yeah. He has to make some comment on the leather. I don't. I. <laughs> They're all complaining about how hot it is. Like I don't know how you wear that and not sweat. I think fucking Tyrion says something about that too. To Grey Worm, but. Yeah, okay, we get it. It's fucking hot. And they're wearing leather. Yeah. Okay, so in this scene, I guess, we learn how Varys gets his little birds. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is through flattery. Mm -hmm. 
and torture sometimes and threat of torture certainly and threats against a child and then given an option that seems to make sense to the person oh yeah he presents them with like you have no options other than this one i present that i'm giving you that's very safe and listen how cool it sounds yeah it's a win-win all right fine um he fights with his mind he does that with some chick that apparently led some sort of sons of the harpy thing rebel rebellion or whatever because marine is like fucked up and then all those other cities or countries or whatever the flock territories that Danny like broke all. I will break through here. I'm the mother I'll break of, of change. <sighs> all that shit has gone back to sleep. Oh yeah, so, well, and she's living in the widow tent. So what the fuck? Way what the go. fuck is going on? You're really accomplishing a lot. All man. of this is boring me and upsetting. I think it's. Yeah, I think everybody It's feels just like. filler because we're waiting basically for some epic craziness where Danny's on a goddamn dragon and Terry's on a dragon <laughs> and fucking Jon Snow's on an ice dragon fucking, you know? Right. But that's not... you. But until then, we got to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, we got... But yeah, there's there's great stuff in between. You I have sure to sound so angry for a person that's supposedly stoned. Oh, I'm very passionate about Game of Thrones. Well, maybe you should get more stoned. Maybe I should. Which brings us to a very boring council meeting. Small council meeting. Small, no pun intended, with Tyrion. And he's there, like, trying to keep... You know, he doesn't... The guy does not like to not talk. The guy hates it when there's nothing going on. He's trying to get Grey Worm and... um, We don't know her name. Yeah. We have never spoken her name yeah i don't know her name it's kind of a long name i think it's danny's lady danny's chick. lady chick that has the fluffy hair yeah she's and you know she's like gray she's worm's a, girlfriend yeah even though he doesn't have a dick <laughs> and but we but see still, in this scene that they seem to be quite made for one another. yeah because neither i mean like Tyrion's like oh, let's play a game and well, she's these like, are both like slaves okay yeah. she's a slave they're like she's games to slave. me means i have to play with another girl yeah and like, like so no, you can no. kind of see how they're sort of like identifying in this miserable silence and now yeah. they're like not miserable and have been liberated sort of i mean they're still both completely in subjugation to someone else they seem pretty programmed like robots yeah they? well they're definitely servers yeah right yeah i mean they but they don't know anything else so anyway this is all going on we're subjected to this scene because i guess we're supposed to see that varus is off doing his stuff and then he comes back in the in a nick scene. of time meanwhile Tyrion is like wanting trying to, to get drunk and like yeah wanting to blow his brains out because he's so bored yeah hanging out with a eunuch and, and uh, danny's 19 uh, language speaking yeah. assistant lady who cares Okay. But yeah. she but he comes in and So then he finally comes in and he's like, I figured out Yeah. Oh. That there's he, three other rich countries or whatever uh, against Marine and they're the ones that are like they've already like gone back to where the slavers run everything and you know, he's like this place, this place, and this place. Oh yeah, by the way, the slave masters are back in control. Well, the ma- main thing is that And they've well, been funding uh, the yes, rebellion. Funding. So then Tyrion is like, get some raven. Dear's little birds have ravens. And- so this tells us what? That it's not the sons of the harpy. No, it's the it's other the- three rich kingdoms or whatever who that wants. Who are supplying them. Yeah. So Tyrion's going to do like- some shit. Oh, never mind. He's going to send some crazy message to them. Meanwhile, back in King's Landing. Okay, so yes. Yeah. Then we are taken to Kyburn's lair. He's lair. the new master of Maester of Maester. Whispers, replacing Varys. Um, and so he's here with Varys's little birds. Which are kiddos. Which are a bunch of kids. And I was thinking during the scene, all the kids look dirty. Yeah. Right? And I was thinking, I wonder if Varys was there, if they would look clean. I don't know. That little girl said... Because he seemed very... Well, she said that he he's kind and he gives us sweets. Yeah. But, like, he seemed to take... Varys seemed to take offense when she that woman accused him of threatening 
children. Her kid. And he's like, your child is not in any danger. I can assure you that. Um, so, yeah. I'm kind of hoping. I don't know. I don't know what Varys is like in the books. I got but, but, I mean. He, I really get the impression that he's like way, way mega more important. and like, I think so, too. And maybe has some more evil leanings. You think so? I don't know. Sometimes I get that impression from podcasts. Yeah. It's I, like him and some other guy, Illyrio, that is not in the sto- not in the show. I don't know who that is. Yeah. So they're the one anyway, whatever. Well, gonna- but you know what? The one thing I will say is like he can't very well give them money and stuff because if they start cleaning themselves up, they're gonna look different and everybody's gonna be onto his game that he's using kids to get info, don't you think? They have to blend in and be dirty. I guess. I don't know. Um, Kyburn figured it out. He's like, here's some sweets. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm so the zombie master. Yep. And I like how, I mean, I don't like, in the books, he has like some dungeon, you know, it's like way below the earth. Oh, man. But that there's windows in this place where, in this laboratory where he is always in, in the show. Anyway, yes, he's chatting with the little birds. They reveal that Varys has always been kind to them. And um, that he gave them sweets, and so Kyburn gives them some candied plums, and then they love it. And he's like, "Any time that you want to come back for some sweets, or your friends, or you need help, yeah, let me come know. here. All I ask is for whispers." And then fucking the zombie man clunks his way down the stairs, and they're like, <gasps> and "He goes, never mind. He's a friend of." Hence, a friend of yours. And we're talking about. Well, in the show, we're sticking with Gregor Clegane, Gregor Clegane, apparently, and I guess he just never died. Well, in my mind, he's Robert Strong. In our minds, because that's an awesome name. That name is so funny and awesome. (laughs) Robert Strong. (laughs) We have such a big thing for. uh, Well, not Robert Strong, but for Thor. Yeah, Thor who is awesome. And you should just He's look like him up sometime. The funniest dude I've ever oh seen. Oh my god, he is so hilarious. He's and hilarious. The and the strongest man on the planet, evidently. I'm sorry, but strongest man ever, and he makes you laugh. Can't Someone be that bad. better get up on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a good guy. I vote for Cersei. Oh yeah. <laughs> They need to fall in love. Oh my god, that would be awesome. <laughs> Jamie needs to go with Brienne. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, that's a no-brainer. Right and there. Cersei and Thor need to be together forever. And Robert Strong. Okay. Okay, so anyway, um, he comes down, clunk, 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 and blah, blah, blah. There's some talking. There's some talking, and where are we? The, Jamie's all like, what the fuck happened to Gregor Clegane? He's like, can he understand what I'm saying? And Gregor looks at him like yeah i can yeah even he though my head has enough. been removed and replaced with something else we think yeah cersei is being annoying and like makes some dumb non-threatening threat I about all of the people everywhere must not ever think anything about me if they talk about a naked dirty woman <sighs> covered in shit i need to know how about <laughs> get over yourself yeah and I wrote I wrote in my notes, Kyburn's probably like, damn, this bitch is a narcissist. Yeah, I got the because sense of looking at his face like, he's like, oh, fuck, man. I mean, I'm, I, I fucked up. I should not have gone with these people. No, I don't think so at all. You don't think so? He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew when he saw that he could um, show himself as important and like valuable right. to uh, Cersei. He did that because he knew she was a dumbass. I think you're right. She's a, definitely a self-centered narcissist. So then the council meeting. Yes. Small council meeting. Pycelle is losing it. He is throwing a fit because the state of affairs in Westeros. Unacceptable. It's not acceptable. No. Okay. And he is throwing such a big fit at Uncle Kevin, which is awesome because that's my dad's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Tywin's brother, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. And um, I don't know who that other old guy is that has the pointy ears and is like, whoa. Who is that? That is the, um, oh, God. The old lady that's in the room, is House Tyrell. What's it called? Ty- I don't know what her name Tyrell, is either, but it's but Heist Tyrell. That's her son. 
That's her fucking son. And Marjorie is his daughter. Okay. 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 And he's the master of coin. Oh. Yeah, he's been given... Remember he goes to Bravos and he's like... Anyway, he's the master of coin. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. I missed all of that. But that's the head lady of House Tyrell. I know her, but I don't know her name. That's her son. I don't either, but she's cool. She's very wicked, wickedly clever. Wickedly clever. And she is funny and she has a very... um, modern air about her she's awesome. whereas her like she's always putting her head in her hands and is fucking annoyed and has had it up to here with everybody's dumbness right absolutely so they're there Pycel is complaining and then yeah. he starts going off about the abomination that is gregor clegane he wasn't sanctioned by the citadel that's for sure that's for sure <laughs> and, and if it creeps and, up on him and if you would like his opinion yeah he thinks it would be wise to destroy the abomination yeah as he comes frankensteining his way up the steps <laughs> i've read that you can hear somebody farting like it's and they don't know whether it's him or uh, the guy, sitting, the pointy-eared elf dude, man sitting next to him. What? Yeah, like he, they're like he's so somebody's so scared because it's like oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I thought I did hear something, but it, it didn't sound like a pooty to me. <laughs> I'm gonna say it was Paisal. Uh, I because think- he was having a. I know he's like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, whoa! You he better was finally getting listened to for a moment, he you know. Not so happy. he was taking advantage of it. Yeah, I love baseball. He cracks me up. He so cracks much. me up too. Um, then, let's see. But old Cersei lady. walks in. Oh, yeah. and is all like, blah blah blah, something about the queen, and the old broad is like, Cersei, you are not the goddamn queen. Marjorie is the queen. She's the queen because she's married to the king. Right. Like, she has to, like, super explain it to dumbass Cersei. But she throws in a fucking wicked insult. (laughs) (laughs) She's all like, I understand it can be a little confusing in your family. But, yeah, that's pretty funny. That is fucking funny. So, yeah. She's at it with these incestual. She's done. And then they pull up their chairs. weirdos. Yeah. She's done. First, she had to deal with Joffrey. She had to get rid of him. That's right. Now she she just needs to get rid of all of them. She's tired of them. The Lannisters are a mess. They are a mess. They're, They're not mess. handling themselves very well. I really? think Tywin was the last. Yeah, and he was an asshole. He was a total asshole. He was such an asshole. And well, we've got Tyrion. It's too bad that they can't fucking get Tyrion back on their side because he'd be oh, the only. Yeah, Tyrion hates them all. Tyrion would save them, but too late. No, he they hate him. No, okay, he loves his brother. Sorry. Okay, so anyway, then they pull up a chair. So, they pull that chair yeah, up the table. Yeah, basically this scene is Cersei and Jamie and their undead bodyguard busting in on the small council meeting, even though they have no place there. Yeah. Because uh, Cersei is not the queen, <laughs> and Jamie Lannister, while head of the king's guard, like the king wasn't there or whatever. I don't even fucking know. I don't I mean, know. Come on, it's not like you ever paid attention anyway, Jamie. Now all of a sudden he is. Yeah. So they're trying He's to like trying some they're trying to bust in and like control this meeting. And Uncle Kevin, my dad, that's right, throws a, an even better temper tantrum. Yeah, and they all storm out. He's like, he's well, all like. Mm. We can't make you leave, and you can't make us stay. Goodbye. Bye. And then they all leave. And then they leave, and it's like, yeah. And they snap their fingers on the way out. Yeah. So you guys are not invited, Cersei and Jamie and Undead Guy. Not invited to the small council meeting. Yeah, they're tired of their bullshit. Man, what are they going to do, honey? I don't know, but that's a meeting I want to watch because it's just a bunch of grumpy old people, and it's hilarious. They fucked up bad. And now it's like, what are we going to do to fix it? Okay. So, next up, the high sparrow, or as you could say, the high dickwad, is praying, right? To one of his seven gods. Yeah. Or all seven. 
And Tommen comes in and tries to be a man. Yeah, like, let me, let my mother see the dead sister. Okay. I hate this whole high spirit story. I don't like it either. It's so awful. So basically, like, they I talk, can't stomach blah. any sort of like religious institution that's like pulling this kind of shit I in don't. real life. I can't stomach watching it in my favorite show either. Like, it's so infuriating. And it it's is. just like, this is such petty bullshit. And who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know? Ugh. Anyway, Until she atones, when somebody just blah, says, blah, blah. oh, I'm like the mouthpiece for God, all of a sudden, you just get to do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. Yeah, huh? man. Yeah, you can't Because God see, told you to. You can't see your dead daughter. Fuck off. Anyway, if Tommen was a man, he would say what the stoner mom is saying. Yeah. But or, no. I mean, lady stoner heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't say any of that, Jen. Yeah. And basically acting... You're like right. a, a oh, kind grandfatherly yeah. figure. You know what I would do in this situation? Acting like a little pussy, like a little boy. And I don't. I did not hear him say anything about his wife, who's imprisoned. And yeah, so so yeah, bullshit. All hail the king. He's sure. very powerful. Let's head over to Bravos now and talk about Arya. So back in Bravos, Bravos. Arya is undergoing her blind ninja training with that girl who's just so mean. That girl really tries to kick her ass all the time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like this montage. The music is awesome. I love that music. Yeah, it's good. It's one of the themes that I like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The it's the many faced god music. You like all the dark music. Always. It's good. I'm a minor kind of. You like you like Melisandre's music. I too. love Melisandre's music, and I love the dragons have a have a song, and you don't ever get to hear it very much because they don't get have a ton of scenes where they're like doing anything triumphant or whatever. But their song is cool. Yeah, as it should be. Anyway, I so, love the music of this show. It's good. Um, ninja training. Ninja oh. training. We get this montage set to this cool many face music. And um, Ar- it's Ar- her training. She's on. getting her ass kicked. She's blind as fuck. Her eyes are all creepy and goopy and white looking. They're asking her about Arya Star. They're asking. Yeah, it's just the chick, right? The guy just seems to be observing. And we're meant to feel a passage of days, I mm-hmm. I think. I think so, too. They want to know who Arya's family is and... And who was on Arya's list. Her list is considerably shorter. Her list is short. You know, one thing I didn't understand, I yes. wanted to ask you. Melisandre used to be on that list. She was? Yeah, but I don't understand why. How did Arya ever see Mel? Why was she on her list? I don't know. I don't remember her being on the list. Are you sure? It's, she called her talk- the Red Woman. Oh. Yeah. and but Maybe she just heard of the Red Woman. Maybe so. Maybe so. But she, um, but she reduced her list down to like three people. Remember? Well, she killed What's-His-Face, the child beater, yep. rapist, and the hound she, the hound she took off. Yep. And she gets smacked for that one, too, because she's like, the hound. Did you want him dead? Yes. Oh, I mean, oh, well, it's complicated. She did want him dead, but then she changed her mind, she so she took him off. Yep. Um, and Cersei, Cersei Lannister. Lannister and Gregor, Wal- Gregor Clegane. And Walder Frey. Yep. So, and then... I would just go and say all the Freys if I was They're all assholes. Fuck all of them. So then... Wanda's um, been taken care of. Who? Wanda. Fuck, poor Wanda. That was horrible. (laughs) Yes. Anyway. She's a Frey, man. Yeah. But Ramsey's worse. So anyway, yeah. And then... Like, you see her doing shit, like, mixing potions blind and sniffing shit, and the, the faceless man is behind her, like, smiling. I didn't get the potion sniffing. Yet. I think it was, like, a test, and she's, like, sore. Remember, she puts it in the bottle, and it had an X on the bottle, so I, that, to me, meant skull and crossbones, like, this is poison. So I think she made, and he was like, I'm impressed with your skills, blind girl. So I think she's, she's making poison, poison with no eyes. Drink. And then, you know, and she... Just her, her, because she's like clearly sniffing it. Yeah, using her other senses. And then she's fighting the girl and she's blocking all her moves. And yeah, shit. by she's the end of the scene, Jedi. she's like, she's finally blindly defending herself. Yeah. 
And then that was enough. That's uh, she fucking smacks that girl in the face. Finally, whoosh. and the girl just like leaves because the dude walks out. Yeah, I know, but it's like he doesn't say anything. But I feel like the girl was like, like she knew she was supposed to do it until then. Yeah, probably. And then he takes her in, and then you know he offers her one more time, like if a, if I give a girl her eyes back, will she tell me her name or something like that? And she's like, if a girl tells. Mm-hmm. Gives her name, I'll give her her eyes back. And she's like, a girl has no name. She's sticking to her guns. Because she knows. Give me a break. So he gives her a bowl of, a cup of. The death water. The death water. (laughs) The death juices. Yeah. And And she's seen what that shit can do. She starts to hesitate, maybe. He says, um, if the girl is truly no one, she has nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. And I thought in my head. If I was her, I would just drink it because we've been in that. You've been in that position. Not that position, but just like, okay, I'm stoned. Yeah. No, just like, I don't care. I, I have to do it. Done. Yeah. What are you I'm going to believe it so much that like. You'll be fine. Because you know how you always doubt. There's always doubt in like the human brain or whatever. Yeah. No matter it's what. Just Nobody's to truly no one. You know, there's yeah. always something there. And so you're going to doubt that you really are no one. And it will make you be afraid to drink, but I can see someone being like, "Fuck it, I'm drinking." I'm no this. one. Glug glug glug. Drinking this shit. Either Nothing's I'm gonna, no one or I'm not. I'm a dead no one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll really be a no one. <laughs> anyway, she but drinks. She, and she gets her eyes. She closes her eyes and she opens her. <sighs> and her eyes are back. Yes. And then he asks her again, "What's your name?" And she's like, "No one." She's like sticking to it. Like that's what he was looking for. Love it. She passed the test. Good job, Arya. All right. Um, umbers. The umbers. Lots of cunt word. Yeah. He's all like, your father was a cunt. Yeah. Your father was a cunt, and that's why you killed him. I didn't kill him. Really? He was he poisoned by poison enemies. By blah, enemies. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he tries to make him join. I'm like, Neil, suck my dick or and something. he's like, yeah, fuck that. No. no. The umbers are a minor family. Of the North. Okay. And um, they have always been loyal to the Starks. And that's why um, Bran sent Rickon and Asha, mm-hmm. Osha, wow. Asha, whatever her name is, to the Umbers. Okay. Okay. Forever ago. When they separated. I didn't know that. Yes. So they he walked says, right into it. Yes. But because well, the wildlings are fucking it all up. Well, our problem are the we're not really sure if uh the umber dude had like something else in mind that is not like maybe Rickon has to be whatevered, but this is for something else. For because Jon Snow is gonna see because everybody knows what Rickon looks like or whatever in the north, right? And like it's gonna pull things together and the, and everybody can then turn on Ramsey and he can be like, you know, completely surrounded on three sets. You know what I mean? Which would make sense because that Umber guy was like so adamant about like, I'm not going to Yeah, he, he, kneel, he did not swear I'm not to him. Swear. Yeah. Exactly. Because he never did that. And everything we know about that house is that they have been loyal. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. And he gives them. So he gives Ramsey a gift. He presents Ramsey with a gift. He's like, fuck you. I'm not kneeling. I brought you a gift. And the gift is. Ricard. Ricard. Ricardo. And Osh- Osha. Osha. <laughs> Rickon. Rickon. Sorry. And then. But I like Ricardo. 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 Juan Snow. Salsa, Salsa Star. Star. Right? What else? I don't know. But and then then they he was like, how can we be sure this is fucking Stark boy? Mm-hmm. And then he presents him with the head of his wolf, which yeah. is pretty sad. He throws Shaggy Dog's head w- with like some thing in it. Yeah, a scythe or whatever those things are called. That's terrible. Ugh. But anyway, and then Ramsey's all like, "Welcome home, Bloodstock." <laughs> I look forward to all the many thing horrors. Yeah, so the fear, of course, is that he's going to torture the crap out of Rickon and probably kill him or whatever. Because, like, um, in the opening, like, trailers before the season started, he's all, like, 
Do you want to play a game, little boy? Oh, some fucked up shit like that. And Maybe there, he'll be his new reek. Then probably. there was some horrible thing where like like the crosses were seen like during filming and like the Rickon guy was out there or whatever and it was like, What the fuck is happening? So Poor kid. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I really hope that's not happening. Man, that kid grew up, so it's been a long time. He sure looks the same. He looks exactly the but same. But he looks older, just like Bran looks older. He does look older. Um, yeah, and he is with Asha, who, by the way, can fight, like, seriously. Yeah. Um, so maybe she's not going to take anybody's shit. Yeah. There you we'll go. We'll find out. Um, and then back to Castle Black. To Castle Black, where Han Snow is brooding. Brooding. Of course. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't even remember, like... He's in a room by himself, and we're oh, supposed yeah. to be struck by his beauty, and then which but he's we holding are. he's holding his leather thing that was stabbed, which uh, you don't know until the other dude comes in and goes, "It's oh, tied," and then he throws it down on the table. Really, Juan Snow? Really? And he grabs Longclaw. Nothing what? says pathetic like a man holding some garment and having sentimental feelings, <laughs> right? Juan Snow needs me to motivate him with this horrible, this horrible talk. Maybe I would really shame him into manning up here. <laughs> maybe you, maybe this will reach him somehow. Or motivate <laughs> the writers of the series. <laughs> You're losing the housewife. Yeah, vote. that's the. Oh my god, that's the biggest demographic we have. Get it back. Jon Snow must be sexier. Fucking make him work family, out family, a lot. Family. Yeah. <laughs> So that gives you a buffer, John Juan Snow. We next don't week. want our protagonist acting mopey. No, nobody likes that. We well, want a strong guy. But anyway, he comes out and he's strong. He yeah, hangs the strong. four that stabbed him in the heart. Yeah, and I do it again. Remember what he said? The when he says in the very beginning, he goes, "This stabbed me," <laughs> in like some crazy voice. Yeah, this stabbed me. Like the, like. Like an Irish dude or something. <laughs> that's like that me. before. I know. It's like that's what I thought too. I was like, "What accent is this that you have going on?" That sounds cooler now. Yeah. Anyway, stop to me. He lets everybody have their last words. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Al- it's what you would Thorns expect. Is bullshit. Um. Ollie Thorn just. Is, Ollie's just like. Thorn is an <laughs> asshole, but his voice is like smooth leather. That guy's got a great voice. Alistair? Alistair. Yeah, he's like, nah, do it again. His voice is crazy good. He's got a good voice. He does, but he, he got hung. But then he, heard again. Yeah, he's annoying. Anyway, I thought when we were looking at uh, Chucky's angry little face. Yeah. Um, God, I, I think he, that kid really looks like Egret. <laughs> She does. I guess you're right. They look those, so similar. Per- Wouldn't that be crazy if you found out later Just that like, they were related? And he's she, a wildling. She had made that pinched face, yeah. angry, yeah. Pin- very pinched yeah, like, at Jon Snow so many times. It's so funny and cute, right? Because she's a pretty lady and Chucky is not. Um, but they still look very similar to me. Well, yeah. Ollie looked pretty angry. They. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Ollie's making a very angry like I fucking hate you, Johnson. Mm, go ahead and hang me. God dare you to hang me. I'm sorry, but that just makes you look even more uncool. Yeah, it's like, well, now you're not gonna. Now you're just gonna die angry. Here you go. Yeah, and you know you're like bowels release yeah. when you get hungry. Right? I hope that's so. gonna be fun for you, Ollie. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> With all the brothers of the Night's Watcher, I'm watching. Whoa, sorry. Whoa. All right, so Jon Snow kills them, and then he takes off his. Cloak. His his feather crow his crow crow outfit and he puts it in Ed's hands and he's like burn it wear it I don't care <laughs> and then he's like my watch is empty and then he sashays off and he fucking sashays off and we're like yes he's gonna go out and be a man and he's going to because you know he couldn't be. The prince that was promised if he is serving the Night's Watch, which he had always, 
he's not going to betray. No, because he took that oath very seriously. He's the fucking Lord Commander. Yeah. He wouldn't leave it for anything. And, like, Stannis was like, I'll make you a Stark and all of this. And he was like, fuck you, no. And took an oath. I took an to oath. the head of the Night's Well, Watch. that is done now because yeah. he's been killed. So he's been released from his oath. Yeah, yeah. done. His watch has now ended. It's ended, and he can now be... Juan Snow. Juan Snow, Avenger of Winterfell. That's right. Well, anyway, I guess that's it for that one, right? For episode three, season six. Oathbreaker. Um, I think we should. What would you give this show? I mean, this episode. What's your rating? What's the scale? Uh, How many dragon hearts? <laughs> let's go with let's go with six dragon hearts. Let's go with five dragon hearts. Five dragon hearts. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three dragon hearts. I thought last week's episode was four dragon hearts. Last week was awesome. I thought yeah, but this one I give it three. I don't know. There was a lot of filler malarkey in there that meh. Meh. Yeah. If I have to see um the sand snakes next week, I'm not gonna be happy. Because I don't give a fuck about this. I'm like getting to the same point with Danny's whole storyline as I I was with Dorn. It's just like so (coughs) this is what it is. When it flashes on your screen, you're like, oh, I can fart or get a drink or whatever because I don't give a fuck what's going on. She's not doing. I do not like this. It's fly away. Get lost. Where's her fucking dragon? What? What? Seriously? What the fuck? I know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm going to save you, Mom, but then whatever, you're going to get captured again. I'm not going to save you. Yeah, and we're going to have this big scene where we watch more Moth and Moth and and Cutie Pie, whatever his name is. Um, Cutie Pie. (laughs) That's his name, Cutie Pie. And Cutie Pie. Um, Find her ring and shit. Can they just find her and can we get on with it? Please. Jesus. I guess... Maybe they're supposed to do this so you could see Tyrion like doing whatever the fuck he's We already to do. know Tyrion is awesome. Yeah. We know. I don't know what to tell you, babe. It's frustrating. Well, but there's some decent parts in there. No. What would you how many dragon hearts you would you what? give is this it? episode? Oh, I'm sorry. I will give it three. Okay, I went with three as well. I was gonna say two and a half. I could sense that. Um but it had the whole Tower of Joy. Which is cool. Which was basically, yeah, like makes me want to cry. I know you love that. I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, like. I am going to die when I see her, like, in childbed. Here's a thought. Like, if we see that scene with her telling him to promise Is it going to make you cry? I mean, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. Well, um... Maybe HBO will do a like a Game of Thrones like from the books like pre story that would be kind of cool. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, did you have fun doing this? I think so. I don't think I sounded too stoned. I don't think you did either. I'm sorry. I've been smoking weed all fucking day. I can't get high anymore. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you liked our very first episode of Game of Stoned. Yeah. <laughs> we really just make ourselves laugh a lot. Um, you know, this should just be like, like you're talking with your buddies about Game of Thrones. That's all we're trying to do here. That's all we're doing. Because we love this show so much. It's fun to talk about. Yes, it is so fun to talk about. And because I'm constantly talking about it and listening to people talk about it, I know that other people, there are weirdos out there that want to hear me and you talk about it. I hope so. Weirdos, I love you. To learn more about us. (laughs) Go to thestonermom.com. You can see me, the stoner mom. And David, my husband. I'm also a babe. He's such a babe. Yeah. He looks like um Tormund. I wish. I can only <laughs> hope. I, can only like I wish I I look him. like Ramsey. You don't? <laughs> you look like one of those sexy uh, what? uh prostitutes, prostitutes in little fingers mm-hmm. places. Cool. All right. Do I have a special sex skill? Uh, yeah. What is it? Um, I'm not really sure. I want it to involve magic. Oh yeah, you've got a magic <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. And also pot smoking. 
Oh, if yeah. we could incorporate pot smoking well, and magic they... into my sexual body prostitution. Boom. Um. Anyway, this is fun. I love you. This is awesome. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Tune in next week when we go we're gonna... season six, episode four. Yes, we're going to try to get those other two episodes out as soon as we can because Hubby is very excited about the idea of having two podcasts. He loves podcasting. He's wanted to do this forever. It's now, fun. like, all of his dreams are coming true. All of them. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that he'll be willing to put in the work. Oh, I'm going. I'm the work going to. of getting on my ass. To do it with you. Yeah, I get on your ass. Because that's to the hardest part. Yeah. I'm talking about the podcast. I know, me too. Anyway, I love you. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's right. Also, check out our other podcast, Mom and Dad are Stoned. It's better than this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit better thought out and not just made up the same day. <laughs> but hey, we'll see. We'll see if it flies. <laughs> Let us watch know. this one. We'll like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's destroying <laughs> mom and dad or something. If you like, if you listen to this, drop us a line and let us know if you like it or comment or review it or whatever. Whatever, we don't care. You can um, reach us at um, thestonermom.com. We have a very large online presence, including um, avenues for support on Patreon. So check us out. That's it for this week. See you next week. Bye bye.